Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And it is a Tuesday edition of The Rob Carson Show, and our plate is full, like with the Old Country Buffet or... Uh, or one of those places, or, or Vegas, if you were at a Vegas buffet. Yeah, it is full, baby. I'm going to go for a little more shrimp over there, and I'm going to go for a little mac and cheese over there. <laughs> uh, we've got much to get to, including uh, impeachment hearings against uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who's, uh, who's uh, uh, breach of the border, who has uh, <clears throat> basically abdicated the border to drug cartels and caused hundreds of thousands of deaths. Tens of thousands of children being sex trafficked, and yet the uh, Democrat Party is stepping up for them. They think it's some sort of, maybe it's racism or something. But uh, we're going to get to that. Uh, I'm going to tell you, if impeachment is all that Alejandro Mayorkas gets, if I were him, I'd say, thank you, God. <clears throat> because the American people would probably like a little bit worse, like maybe the uh, rest of your life in jail. So we're going to get to that. Uh, also, we are being led by the most idiotic, ham-handed morons in history. Uh, check out the Middle East. Check out the Middle East. All of you uh, Afghan veterans, all of you Iraq veterans, all of you Gold Star family members, all of you protecting someone who are, or, or maybe uh, family members of someone who came back profoundly injured physically or uh, mentally from those conflicts. And we got the same morons in charge. Well, no, different morons, I should say, making the same mistakes. So we're going to get to uh, that on the show. But uh, I, I do have to just kind of start off the show with this because, you know, we do have a presidential race going on and the Democrats are doing everything they can to take Donald Trump out of the race by any means necessary. Ninety one made up charges uh, facing 700 years in prison. If you don't understand that that is a political indictment, honestly, just get out of the way because everybody else does, honestly. And, and everybody who uh, knows anything about history knows this is what happens in third world banana republic hellholes. And we're not going to let it happen here. Eventually, after we get through all of this, we're going to steamroll right into the White House. And everybody who has done everything, every abuse and usurpation this federal government has laid upon us the last eight, uh, but specifically the last three years, are going to be held accountable for it. That's just the way it is. The people are not only singing, they're screaming. They're saying enough is enough is enough. 
The, and, and by the way, it's all been laid bare. We can see every bit of it. All of the lies that the government told us about COVID, all of the lies that the government told us about January the 6th, all of the lies the government told us about Hunter Biden laptop, Russia collusion, the 2020 election. I can go on and on. Everybody is aware. Everybody is awake and alert. And no amount of Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, also known as the judges in the Hunger Games, uh, going to make any difference because Americans are pissed off and they're tired of the nuns. Sense. There you go. But Joe Manchin has decided that he he's going to step in as a, a third party candidate, possibly old Joe Manchin. Yeah, Joe Manchin. Uh, I came up with three slogans for his potential campaign because I can't think of a, a campaign that's uh, uh, least desired right now in American history. Here's a couple of the campaigns that I the slogans I came up with for for Joe Manchin. And by the way, I didn't think that I would be able to find a campaign that was less desirous than Chris Christie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, can you make something more uh, outrageous and stupid than Chris Christie thinking that that people want to have him as the president? I mean, honestly, that's like you're know, like, hey, let's make Rob Carson the chairman of uh, General Motors. You know, why not? Sure, why not? What the hell? Makes about as much sense, right? Makes about as much sense. Uh, here's some of my slogans: Joe Manchin, 2024, about as desirable as Mama June and Lizzo hot yoga class. That's number one. I kind of lifted that from. Uh, from uh, the movie Deadpool a little bit there. It's a line from Deadpool, but it was kind of funny. Uh, Lizzo and, and uh, hot, you know, hot yoga and Mama June. Uh, <clears throat> Joe Manchin, 2024, about as wanted as a payday loan place in a strip mall uh, uh, next to a pawn shop. I added the pawn shop at the end there. You might even put la, dot, 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 another ellipses and then uh, next to an Asian massage parlor. So there's that. And then <laughs> finally, Joe Manchin 2024, all the uh, momentum of an EV in Chicago in January. In other words, it won't start. So there you go. Those are my slogans for Joe Manchin running for Prezi as a third party candidate in the no labels. Vote and, out Manchin. Yeah. <laughs> West Virginia. This is Jim Gossett a few months back. Send him packing. I know you got it in ya. He's not running again for Senate in uh, West Virginia. Joe is talking about leaving his party. He's about as popular there. But a left-wing liberal is all he'll ever be. As Nikki Haley in South Carolina. Flip-flop Joe. Joe Badibado. In the Senate, he don't belong. Joe's losing badly. Yeah, he done. He's scrambling sadly. But he wants to be the president. Let him go. Makes a lot of sense, don't it? Flip-flop Joe. Flip-flop Joe. Yeah, uh, Joe Manchin, <laughs> he's got to be the no party. Hold on, what's the no labels party here? No labels party. If Manchin runs, he would want to do uh, so using uh, state ballot lines being secured by no labels. Which is hard. It's kind of like if you uh, get a can at a grocery store with no labels, you might be getting green beans, you might be getting tomatoes, you might be getting something weird like corned beef hash or something like that. You know? <laughs> the no labels party. That's, that's exactly. But the, the no labels party is the same as getting a no labels can of, of food from your grocery store. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> 
No labels in which voters keep telling pollsters they don't want a Biden-Trump rematch and are exhausted of the political tribalism. No, that's bullcrap. They're trying to equate Donald Trump with uh, Joe Biden uh, to take them both down, but nobody's buying it because Joe B- or Donald Trump just won Iowa New Hampshire for the first time in history, won New Hampshire by the most votes ever cast in a primary in New Hampshire, and won 99 out of 99 counties in Iowa. Sure, everybody's tired of both of them. You betcha. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, Manchin is hoping to get a meeting with Biden to urge the president to change the way he's campaigning. For example, stop sucking so badly as a president. Actually, I added that. That's what I do. To focus more on how inflation declined after the more fiscally constrained Inflation Reduction Act that he forced Biden to retrench or talk less about climate change and more about energy security. Yeah, he's going to be the the no-labels candidate. If he is, uh, it should be called the no-votes candidate, I'm thinking. See what I did there? I'm a comedy writer and everything. Uh, Let me see. Donald Trump garnering majority support in the uh, Republican primary race, Nikki Haley's home state of South Carolina. This according to a, uh, a survey by the Tyson Group. Not sure if it's the chicken or the fighter that they're uh, backed by. Anyway, the survey showed Trump with 58% support in North Carolina, or South Carolina, I should say. 20 points, uh, 27 points higher than Haley, who garnered 31%. Trump uh, holds a 41-point advantage over Haley, 69 to the uh, former uh, governor's 28% among Republicans specifically. So there's only... Uh, 69 to 28 there. Yeah. Uh, Trump also holds the lead among independents, 48 to 33. So, uh, you know, just but keep wasting money. Go right ahead. You're you're making jobs for people who will very soon be unemployed because they were involved with your campaign. But at least they'll stay on another week or two, another week or two. I've been thinking about uh, Kamala Harris in the last few weeks. We've seen some sycophantic uh, butt kiss interviews from people trying to rebuild her image. Have you noticed that ABC last week? There was a reporter. She's like she was in awe of Kamala Harris's presence. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> but and she's talking about you know I believe in Joe Biden. He's great and all of this stuff and 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 what they're doing. What I think and this is just me, but if you've noticed Joe Biden the last few weeks, like when he was at the brewery. And he went blubberty, blubberty, and he can't talk at all. And he's wandering around. It's gotten worse. At the brewery, he went over and spoke to a keg of beer sitting back there and then uh, left, I guess, satisfied with the conversation he just had. Uh, Joe Biden has entered a phase that is, uh, I, I believe, a, a, a dissent uh, with regard to his mental and physical health. That's what I think. And I think the Democrat Party knows this. Uh, if you don't know it, then you maybe want to read up on dementia because uh, I actually know a lot about it because he had several relatives live with us for years as I watched them go through the throes of dementia. And, and does that make me an expert? Well, yeah, kind of. A little bit. Yeah, kind of makes me an expert on it. But I've seen it before, and I, and I think he's really beginning to slide. And, uh, and no amount of covering it up. Van Jones selling everybody he should stay at home. Like, that's a presidential campaign. That's what the Democrat Party has become, uh, the campaign of a guy in a basement. Yeah, you, you pulled it off the last time because of all the bull crap with the uh, the federal government involved with the election. Not going to happen this time, although, I mean, you're trying everything. But uh, but it's not going to work this time. Hiding in the basement isn't going to work this time, and all you're doing is, uh, is, uh, is uh, continuing a lie that nobody believes anymore. So that's what I think's going on, actually. And this, uh, yesterday on Dana Perino, she's got a podcast, I guess, and she was talking to Jim Garrity about the plan for uh, for Kamala Harris. I want you to listen, because I think this makes a lot of sense. I think the first thing that is abundantly clear 
is that this was never the plan, uh, particularly looking at the 2024 election. You can go back to 2019. You can find articles quoting Biden advisors, not by name, but on background saying that Biden was going to be a transitional president, that he was going to be passing the torch. And I think the expectation among a lot of Democrats was that during Biden's presidency, we would gradually see Vice President Kamala Harris stepping into this position and Biden, you know, at, at some point saying, OK, I've served my time. But she hasn't done that because she's such an idiot and everybody knows that she's such an idiot. So there's that. And it's time for me to ride off into the sunset. Vice President Harris, it's time for you to lead the party and lead the country. And that hasn't happened. <laughs> and, you know, whatever you see this half-hearted attempt to defend Kamala Harris, I point out, Dana, that there's not a single liberal columnist who has argued Biden should serve only one term hmm. and Harris should run as the Democratic That's nominee. That's a good point. And if any of them believe she could win, if any yeah, of them believe yeah. that she could do it, they would do that. Absolutely. So, yeah, if if anybody thought that uh, Kamala Harris was uh, intelligent um, <laughs> and had a chance, and uh, it, when, when you poll lower than Joe Biden, who is right polling just above toenail fungus and uh, right, be- right below rosacea, uh, and knowing that she is polling uh, lower proves that uh, she would never be able to be elected. She's a joke. She's a buffoon. So what they're going to try to do, I guess now, because they don't want to take off black people by, you know, rolling over uh, the, the uh, you know, two-box checked candidate, the uh, black female, on the way to uh, finding Gavin Newsom or somebody. <laughs> wow, they are really screwed. I mean, honestly, the Democrat Party is so screwed. And they act with such hubris. They think they're so, you know, this and that. And, oh, yeah, Donald Trump is a criminal. and murderer. No, you guys are so screwed. It's, it's laughable. That's why I'm laughing so much at you, because it's so laughable. So, uh, so what they're going to try and do, and they've been trying the last few weeks, build up Kamala Harris, you know, and make her seem like she kind of knows what she's doing and give her these interviews where she's fluffed thoroughly by the, uh, by the, uh, the reporter and all of this, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work because there's no coming back from Kamala Harris and her uh, buffoonery. Just, there is no coming back from it. Uh, everybody knows that, you know, it's like, I'm trying to think of somebody else who, who you know, trying to rehab their image, but there's no possibility of doing that. Uh, Kathy Griffin, I guess, but, you know, she's not dumb. She's not dumb like uh, Kamala Harris. But I don't think there's any, uh, there's any coming back from, uh, from, from Kamala Harris, just her stupidity. I'm trying to find a piece of her stupidity here that I can play for you. Because, yeah, here's what she can't come back from. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been. You know? What can be unburdened by what has been 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 what we can see what we believe can be unburdened by what has been what can be unburdened by what has been what can be unburdened by what has been okay that's just that's just uh, the tip of the ice for uh, stupidity but um that's why i say that i'm uh, i'm reclaiming uh, mockery from the left because uh the the left aren't funny anymore and the possibility of them staying in power certainly isn't funny as well so uh, we've got lots of stuff to get to here's the number if you want to call in chime in about any of this 800-922-6680 on the way did uh, Joe Biden saying that uh, to Iran don't have a significant impact on uh, Iranian aggression? 
I'm thinking, no, not really, no. Uh, that's all coming up. This, my friends, is the Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. What's the message to Iran? Don't. It was very important to send a very clear message to anyone who might seek to take advantage of the conflict in Gaza to threaten our personnel uh, here or anywhere else in the region. Don't do it. What is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. 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 Yeah, well, how will that work for you there, Mr. Prezi, to just say don't? Honestly, this is uh, this is uh, what liberals do, what leftists do. They speak in bumper stickers, and their words are meaningless. It's like coexist, spelled in religious symbols on your bumper. Well, and the only problem is like one of those religions, a really big part of that religion, wants to wipe out all the other religions and kill everybody, particularly the Jews. Like a really big portion of that religion wants to kill all the Jews. So there's your coexist bumper sticker. But uh, you know, Joe Biden thought he could just, he could just tell, don't. You get, you get, it's like a kid, you know, you got your kid in the shopping cart in the little basket there, little, little steak leg sticking out there, you know, and he reaches out for a candy bar and you go, don't, don't, don't. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. <laughs> in this case, it has not worked. And unfortunately, three soldiers have died because of it. Three uh, gold star families have been created and it looks like a whole bunch of soldiers have been wounded. Now, here we go again, right? I, I know I've, I've seen this since 9-11. We had members of my generation, Gen X, uh, members of, uh, of uh, the millennial generation. They all signed up. They, they, they forgot their college careers, and they went off to uh, fight for America for freedom and all of that, and they ended up getting it rubbed in their faces, thousands of deaths. Uh, and a and an un, uh, uh, terrible withdrawal from Afghanistan, leaving the enemy with billions of dollars worth of hardware and getting rid of a military base that could have secured the region, and it was perfectly fine. Here we go again, and I got to tell you, uh, veterans, I don't blame you for being just just pissed beyond belief about this. Unbelievable. And then on top of all of this is we're saying, well, yeah, if you give Iran billions of dollars and allow them to have oil and you, uh, and you uh, want to go back to that stupid uh, Iranian uh, nuke deal and all that, they're going to kill people. All right? Uh, this is, this is uh, classic, uh, classic nonsensical BS, give peace a chance crap from, from liberals. And, and it always results in death and destruction. And here is uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken saying that uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, we don't know what caused any of this, but the Middle East is the most dangerous since 1973. We have no idea how that happened, even though we sent uh, hundreds of millions of dollars cash pallets to, uh, to Iran. We've given... Uh, UNRWA, a uh, billion dollars of our money. Turns out uh, uh, 1,000 members of UNRWA actually are anti-Israel, want Israel wiped off the face of the earth. We let Iran have their oil back, and they've enriched themselves, and they have built missiles, and they have a nuclear program. And yet Tony Blinken is surprised, I guess, that it's the most dangerous since 1973. I would argue that we've not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. Well, you moron, you did it. You're the one who created it. It's like saying, oh, we've got the most unsecure border since whatever. Well, you morons, your policy did it. I need to hear Seb Gorka talk about this. Seb Gorka, was he, when he was in the White House, uh, he was working hand-in-hand -hand with killing terrorists and, and ending threats like this. Here's what Seb Gorka had to say yesterday on his podcast. 
If we were in the White House, the people responsible for that attack would be dead by now. We wouldn't say, we'll, we'll do something about it. We will decide what's appropriate. We didn't talk. We acted. When 300 Russians were running around Syria, destabilizing the region, we killed them. Yeah. When yeah. chemical weapons were about to be used again against civilians by the Assad regime, we didn't invade. Mm -hmm. No. We deployed 52 cruise missiles pew, pew, pew. turned that air base into a sheet of glass. Boom. We sent a message to dictators around the world. Cross that line, and we come down on you like the hammers of hell. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the world is on the precipice, my friends. Mm -hmm. We didn't invade other countries, not for four years. Because that's not what we believe. America first doesn't mean neoconservatism put first. But when we see bad things happen that endanger our interests or the interests of our friends, we will kill evil actors. There you go. So, Democrats, put away your Neville Chamberlain votive candles and uh, step aside while we save the world. I've got some great audio from Carl Higby. He is a, an Iraq war veteran, also on Newsmax. And uh, Matt Gates sounds off on all of this nonsense as well. Coming up on the other side of the break, this, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you know me, you've known that I've uh, undergone a, quite a physical transformation in the last couple of years. And you can elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discover new gut-friendly healthy recipes every day. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, also support a healthy lifestyle. It's more than just satisfying your hunger. It's about feeling good with every bite. Every nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipe developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloating, also boost energy and immunity. I used to spend a lot of time wondering what I'd be eating for the next lunch or dinner with Green Chef. I already have a, a finished selection of healthy meals to choose from so I can focus more on the rest of the day. Now's your chance to save money, discover an easier life with prepared healthy meals in your fridge. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax to get 60% off. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Get your time and health back with fully prepared healthy meals at greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. Use promo code 60 Newsmax to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. I would argue that we've not seen a situation as, as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. That is uh, Tony Blinken saying that the Middle East is the most dangerous it's been since 1973 because we caused it. Because we have idiots in charge who have uh, enriched Iran. They they had a chance to go after and support the Green Revolution in Iran while uh, while uh, uh, Barack Obama was the president, and they let it go. They did the same thing with Cuba, by the way, because the left doesn't want freedom to ring around the world, and they certainly want to kill it here. But uh, that's kind of like saying, oh, I can't believe, uh, you know, defunding the police caused the, caused the crime to grow up in the cities. My God, what the hell happened? I mean, honestly, defund the police was a great policy. I can't understand why the crime is so high. God, we have some just unbelievably stupid people. Really, 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 really stupid people in power. And we have a man at the very top whose brain doesn't work. And, and I believe that he is entering the uh, uh, latter stages of dementia.
And that's, you know, I don't know. Just listen to him talk. You'll understand. This is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the three American soldiers killed by a drone strike paid for by Iran. It was an act of war that resulted in three American deaths. I'm not saying we need to go to war with Iran, but we need to rain hell, fire, and bunker bombs on them. That's for sure. And we need to uh, ruin their oil fields so they can't make any money. How about that? And then there's this. An enemy drone that killed U.S. troops in Jordan was mistaken for a U.S. drone. Drone. According to uh, preliminary reports, maybe the radar uh, people were uh, DEI hires. Yeah, U.S. forces may have mistaken an enemy drone for uh, an American one and let it pass unchallenged into a base in Jordan where it killed three U.S. US soldiers, wounded dozens more, many of them flown out. We'll most probably face uh, 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 lifelong injuries because of idiots in charge. This is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on the soldiers from Georgia who died. Um, those Julia. three servicemen were from Georgia. They are reservists. And so all of Georgia right now is really, really lifting them up in prayer. Uh, these are lives that should have never been lost. Um, what I have to say to Lindsey Graham and others that are just madly calling for war is they sound psychotic, absolutely psychotic. War is very serious. Yep. If the president is planning to go to war with Iran, he needs to come to Congress and ask permission. And this is something that Congress has to give approval for. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, you know, wag the dog scenario. Well, that's what Democrats kind of do. Uh, Bill Clinton bombed aspirin factories to distract from his uh, from his scandals. Who 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 honestly knows? Carl Higby is a, uh, uh, a Middle East war veteran. He also hosts a show on Newsmax every night. He's a good man, and uh, here he is talking about. Um, uh, where in the hell is the rest of the world when we get attacked? We're always expected there to be be there for someone else, but nobody's there for us. I have some friends overseas right now that feel like complete crap, I and mean, they feel like that they were sent over there on a wild goose chase to stand around, maybe just be present so we can have some global thing to help every other nation. Every Whenever something happens in another country, Ukraine, Israel, whatever, the world is like, oh my God, America, where are you? Why aren't you helping us? Well, guess what? Now Americans are being... See what happens when there's a vacuum of leadership? caused by America rather than filling the void with a powerful leader who is clear-minded and no-nonsense. Where's the rest of the world calling to help us? Where's Europe, who's 3,000 miles closer to this conflict than us, who has more goods going through that strait and through that sea than we do? Where are they? Where is everybody else that always whines about how the American army and military needs to help? Where is the rest of the world when our people are killed? Kind of like when uh, Superman decides to call it quits for a week. You ever seen that? You know, happens every once in a while. Superman will just say, you know what? I call it quits. World goes to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, that's kind of what happens when uh, idiots are in charge of the American government and our military. Let's go to uh, Seth in Euclid, Minnesota. Uh, Seth, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Well, I want to talk about the Second Amendment. Kind of off yeah. subject what you're talking about. But the Second Amendment, I don't see anything that says the government is in charge of telling what the American people can own for firearm, firearms. Okay. So, okay, then you got Joe Biden saying, okay, you guys got a gun, but I got an F-16. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. He, 
He's used that line a couple times. Seth, he's used that line a couple of times. I'm not sure how this relates to the current conversation. But uh, he's used that line several times. And it is a threat, by the way. It is a threat against the American people. Don't say too much. Don't speak out too much. Uh, I've got F-16s. Don't defend Texas uh, because I've got F-16s. It's a threat. Uh, It's it's an empty threat because 70% of the American people support Texas. And uh, and, uh, the Second Amendment isn't going anywhere. Well, whatever the government owns, American people should be able to own that, too. That's All right, Seth, thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Let's move on. Let's move on. I, I don't know why we're talking about that, but I do appreciate your thoughts on it. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, this is uh, Matt Gates. Matt Gates talking about uh, what's going on in the Middle East uh, yesterday with, uh, with Carl. Uh, no, no, he wasn't talking to Carl. He was talking to Eric Bowling last night on Newsmax. Yeah, I think back to the decision President Trump made in Syria when he had been shown those photos of Assad. Yeah, see, this is the kind of leadership we need now, but we don't have it. ...committing chemical attacks against children, and Trump was so moved by that, you didn't have a lot of press conferences, you didn't have a lot of struggle sessions or, or briefings from administration officials. You had 68 Tomahawk missiles land on the facility in Syria oh, that yeah. had ordered those attacks against those children. And then guess what? They, you didn't see that kind of stuff happening anymore. President Trump understood how to reset deterrence with action. My fear is that the Biden administration will stumble us into yet another war without a clear goal here. Our goal should be the protection of our troops, the protection of international shipping. But there are people in Joe Biden's ear who want the United States to become like the block captain of Baghdad. I don't want to do that again. I also fear that if we start having direct strikes in Tehran without without the type of strategic overlay that I've been demanding, uh, we'll kill a lot of Iranians. But I don't know that we'll reduce the risk uh, to the service members. So you it's got to be very tactical. Yeah, and and again, it, it kind of sounds like to me that they uh, they want to uh, they want to kind of uh, I don't know. That's a wag the, wag the dog scenario. You know, we don't know how this happened. We caused it, but Joe Biden will certainly fix it. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a spokesman of the Biden administration speaking with Dana Bash about uh, what's going on in the the Middle East. It all started with, by the way, the attack on October the 7th in Israel. This is by far the most direct, the most deadly uh, when it comes to what has happened in the Middle East to U.S. troops since October 7th. Looking at this and, and more broadly, have U.S. deterrence policies failed? I mean, how will the president's response be different this time? Oh, I would say they have, you know, because their policy was the word don't. And, and that's about it. <laughs> well, look, what we saw last night, uh, what we saw yesterday was yeah. uh, lethal action that impacted our service members. And that's something that uh, weighs heavily on this building, that weighs heavily on the secretary. Oh, well, that means a whole lot to us. That it really weighs heavily on you. Um, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with those service members. Oh, suddenly thoughts and prayers are a big deal when it's for you. You said that they were a joke when it involves a school shooting. ...and their families. Um, but when you look at the wider region, when you look at what's happening in the region, we know tensions are high, but the conflict that's happening between Israel and Gaza has been contained to Gaza. <laughs> and we have... <laughs> That's hilarious. Multiple attacks um, on our service members in Iraq and Syria uh, that have been largely unsuccessful. Uh, Minor injuries, minor damage. Largely unsuccessful, 135 uh, drone strikes. I mean, they only killed three and injured 40. So that's largely unsuccessful. And did you hear the slight from Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday? 
These people don't understand. This is what happens when you put academics in power. Academics who, who sit around and they mentally masturbate in their little, uh, their little faculty lounges uh, about concepts like communism really is the best form of government. It just hasn't been uh, carried out correctly. Oh, really? Tell that to the 150 million people who ended up in body pits last century. But here she is uh, insulting, insulting the newly dead soldiers and their families. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our he heartfelt condolences go out to the families. Yeah, listen to how heartfelt this is. Listen to her heartfelt words. Here they are. Uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are wow. brave, who are always fighting. Who are, are they? Are they brave? Is that what you said? They're brave. Fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people, obviously more so, more importantly. Oh no, they're not. They're not fighting on behalf of the administration. And how dare you say that? Honestly, I, I, I don't want her to be removed from her job because she's doing a wonderful job uh, for our side and uh, pointing out what a what an what a bunch of uh, hapless morons these people are here she is uh, being asked about uh, gold star families is is she is is uh, the president going to meet the gold star families and stand there at uh, at andrews air force base and look down at his watch again has the president uh, called already or does he plan to speak with the families of the false service members um don't have any uh, calls to read out uh obviously um and as Kirby started off this briefing, obviously the, the President and the First Lady sent out their deepest condolences and heartfelt um, uh, thoughts to the family. Oh, that means so much. So much. Uh, to their friends and also the units, um, their unit as well. And this is a, a sad day. This Yesterday was a very, very sad day uh, for not just their family and the units and the friends, but also the American people. And so uh, obviously we continue to mourn with them once we have more to share uh, about a call or outreach service. You have no, uh, no credibility with uh, veterans at all. And, and really no credibility with active duty military members around the world. We know this. It, it's very, very painfully obvious. So, uh, and one other thing, Joy Reid, she accidentally dropped a dirty word on TV yesterday because she said Joe Biden's going to stumble us into another war, a war, which is probably true. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She's... <laughs> Even Joy Reid, when, you, when you've lost Joy Reid, well, it really doesn't matter. But, you know, you, you kind of get an idea of, uh, of what's going on. It is, uh, it is unreal. And, uh, and it, it, you know, this is the reason why uh, this genie's not going to be put back in the bottle. After what happened in Afghanistan uh, with our withdrawal of troops after 20-plus years of blood, sweat, and tears of agony and suffering, that they do this, that they would already weaken us to this point, that they would weaken us to the point that we have anti-Israel, pro-Hamas uh, uh, marches, people calling for an intifada in places like Manhattan, where relatives, where, where family and friends of thousands of people who died in the Twin Towers still live and Democrats have sunk us so low that they can go out and they can and they can walk by cancer hospitals and 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 chant from uh, from the river to the sea. Palestine must be free. Calling for genocide. Calling for genocide on campuses. Twenty 
what, three years now after 9-11. It, it's heartbreaking. Uh, and more importantly, it's motivational for people who realize that this government is a joke. This iteration of the federal government will have to be completely reinvented. Agencies will have to completely be uh, disassembled. This includes the DHS, which should be everybody fired, everybody done. Sorry. The FBI uh, has to be completely... um, decapitated all of the uh, the higher ups in the FBI need to go away the agency needs to be broken up uh, completely uh, uh, all of those who are down with this leftist Maoist Marxist uh, attempt to take over the country need to be driven from the agency altogether all of those who have committed acts against people for their politics need to be tried arrested tried convicted and jailed and that's just to start. <laughs> that's just to start. Hey, I want to mention this. Uh, Donald Trump is leading uh, Joe Biden. Who's he going to pick as a running mate? Newsmax, Newsmax is doing a poll. Who would you like uh, Donald Trump to pick? You got Nikki Haley? Sure, that's going to happen. Ben Carson, Ron DeSantis. I'm more of a, I don't know, Christy Nome kind of dude. Uh, uh, you know, that uh, Byron Donald's kind of dude. Wouldn't mind to see either one of those. But anyway, all you got to do is go to the uh, Newsmax poll. Just text XXX to 39747. All right, so the, the, the letters XXX, easy to remember, even if you're Joe Biden. XXX to 39747, that's 39747, 39747. Make it a little bit easier for you. Text XXX to 39747. Get the poll link and get it done. Make your voice heard. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I am told by my boss that it's not XXX. You text the word event to 39747. You see, it's said on the paper XXX. So that's why I said XXX. I guess I was supposed to infer that that was uh, event. Okay, so here it is. So forget about the triple X thing. Maybe that's something else. You, who knows what you're going to get on your phone if you text triple, triple X to something like that. He might get a text back from Hunter Biden. Uh, anyway... <laughs> If you want to vote uh, for vice president, uh, event is the word that you want to text to uh, 39747. That's 39747. That's that text that. Uh, I got a lot of comments when I was mentioning uh, the dinner that I made the other night for my <clears throat> my family, and I included uh, Omaha steaks. I had a couple of these little fillets, and I, I grilled them real quick, and I thin sliced them uh, for just eating by themselves. Or I made a, uh, took a Kaiser roll, and I toasted it, and I put this beautiful steak with caramelized onions that I made and uh, provolone cheese on top of it on this Kaiser roll for my son. And I had people say, can I just tell me about that again? Can you, can you describe that sandwich again? <laughs> Well, I love to cook. I love to cook, and I love Omaha Steaks. And everything that Omaha Steaks sends you when you order is perfect, is awesome, is amazing. That's why I love it so much. That's why I do so much with it. You can enjoy the mouth-watering butcher's cut filet mignon, their butcher's cut top sirloin, leaner, a little more bold steakhouse-style experience. Also, their ultra-premium Omaha Steaks ground beef patties where you can taste the beef, not just the toppings. Oh, my God, it's so good. And right now, when you order... Use my name on omahasteaks.com slash Carson. You get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. 
How's that sound? So OmahaSteaks.com, free air-chilled boneless chicken breast, which I made into soft tacos last night. Yeah, I did. I've got pictures to prove it. And uh, four free, rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order, which I butterflied and made into a sandwich about two weeks ago. So uh, anything you need, just go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson and get those uh, four, well, eight free items all together. It is, uh, it is awesome. It is awesome. Um, so Joe Rogan is uh, you know, a pretty smart guy. And um, he generally kind of catches up uh, about a year after I say these things because he's, uh, you know, not a, as politically uh, conservative as I am, certainly. But it's fairly obvious. And now he's talking about the, the insanity of the left, which I have encapsulated in the word, don't catch the stupid, Then the phrase, don't catch the stupid. Here's Joe Rogan talking about the idiocy of the left. Over time, this is what we're seeing. So over time, you and I, who used to be on the left, are now like, where's the left? Where are you guys? You yeah. guys are so far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. even see you. Yeah, yeah. You're out of your mind. You're 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 up and off and and giving little kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. hormone blockers. You have no idea what the long term consequences are. You're ignoring the health risks. You won't even talk about the health risks. Yeah. You, you use things like gender affirming care yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you saying yeah. what are you saying when you're talking about children yeah. why are you just accepting this Because it, it's, it's a noble thing to blurt out so everybody goes you're on the right team that's what it is yeah. it's not yeah. like oh my god what are we doing to kids it's not like oh my god what are we doing to San Francisco it's not like oh my god why are we letting these violent criminals out of jail it's like, yeah. oh my god why are we defunding the police yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You can't say any of those things. You say any no, those you th- couldn't because they call all that disinformation and misinformation, but it was true. So but you just said it. They're going really personal on you, and, 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 and I'm they used are. to it because... Yeah, there you go. So that's, uh, that's Joe Rogan finally getting what I've been saying, which is don't catch the stupid about everything from COVID to January the 6th to transgender nonsense and CRT. And when Joe go- Rogan finally gets it, it means it's over for the left. And that's good news. Reclaiming mockery. Thank you very much. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, second hour of The Rob Carson Show. Biden's southern border buffoonery. Also, the impeachment hearings for Alejandro Mayorkas are underway, and things are getting hot. The guy needs to be removed. And Ilhan Omar needs to be given the boot because she isn't uh, faithful to our country, rather the bleep hole she came from. That's all in hour number two. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.